there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge show lined up over the next three hours. Lufi Nakaro is going to be in studio, professional handicapper. Uh, and he's going to have his best bets on the big UFC card tomorrow night. Johnny Avello, DK Sportsbooks. Wait until you hear about a football contest that they just offered and opened up uh, this week. And Richard Roper will join the program. Longtime film and TV critic. What he called Oppenheimer was incredible to me after he watched it. And we'll ask him if uh, the plus money on that film to win best picture overall is still worth a bet. You saw it yesterday. Yes. Very good. Didn't live up to the hype, though, in terms of you know what Roper said and uh, okay. our guy uh, Mikhail here, who's uh, uh, runs everything. So, is it, uh, is it better than Mission Impossible Seven? No. Okay, nope. that's all I needed to know. Yep. Yesterday was uh, quite the day in sports. We'll get to Otani here in a minute, but the NFL news that took place, and you saw more than likely at this point, Joe Burrow get carted off of practice. You know, it did not look good, and people were fearing the worst, obviously. They thought it was potentially going to be an Achilles injury, which, I mean, forget about it at that point. There's no coming back from that this year. It's only a calf, a strained calf, according to everybody at this point. But this is how books reacted to that, Paulie. Most, if not all, books pulled pretty much every single bet on the board that had to do with the AFC North off the board. And uh, now this morning, maybe a book or two 
reposted, but they didn't, I mean, because of how it looked and they have to get absolute confirmation that it's only the calf and nothing potentially worse than that, mm. like anything that you want. We were going to talk about the um, awesome menu at DK for strictly their divisional bets in the AFC North today because we previewed that division this week. They pulled everything off the board, right? Because it could because of how it looked and they want to they make sure that this is accurate information. When the cart's out, do you think that, you know, that's when people freak out and uh, get serious? But, uh, you know, this would have been, other than Mahomes, catastrophic injury for the upcoming season and one of the biggest injuries of the season if he missed time. So they uh, acted accordingly, but uh, much ado about nothing. The other takeaway I have would be uh, don't go on the practice field again until you get your big contract after what Herbert just signed for mm-hmm. God forbid if that something happens to that guy and he misses because he's already been hurt. Oh, I mean, you know, if it's something else, and he misses a, a year or so. I mean, get paid first and then go back on the practice field. It was pretty much exactly a year ago yesterday. In fact, it was July twenty sixth of twenty twenty two when the when he had the appendectomy. So fast forward one year and a day, he gets carted off and people are freaking out. And uh, of course, yeah, that changes everything with that. I mean, he's the top five quarterback. In the NFL. Yes. And uh, I hate to see this. I have, oh. uh, you know, I mean, I have no future bets on the Bengals at this point. Um, it doesn't matter, though. I, I, I And Paul, we're going to, this is going to be the next month, at least. How many guys are going to be, how many big name players will get injured? Right. You and it absolutely fade, you stinks. No doubt. Games and practices. Oh, yeah. The, the What happened with uh, Gardner Johnson, he was okay. Yeah. But uh, then the, the Ramsey thing happened. So you're, you're waking up. Uh, after you're napping, you're thinking, oh, my God, this season's could unravel for a couple teams here. Now, how much does Ramsey have left in the tank? I don't know. You know, Lewis, Luke compared him to Sherman on Twitter and doesn't think there's that much left in the tank. But in any event, it was a big offseason acquisition and move for the Dolphins. And then the reports are all over the place because now you have surgery. And what happened to him? So, right, okay. you get Burrow and Ramsey in the same day, and fingers crossed this, this is it. But, you know, there'll be more coming. That We still have a... A good month left until we uh, play for no keeps kidding. now. Well, and then, by the way, it's still vague, in my opinion, on what is going to happen to Ramsey and when he's going to be available to come back. And I say that because the the first report that came out was, okay, he is going to miss the start of the season, and it's going to be between six and eight weeks. Okay, well, they can live with that for sure. It's not going to be a problem. But then let me give you um, a couple of uh, tweets from Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. Uh, when he tweeted out that Ramsey's going to go uh, undergo meniscus surgery today with possible, think about this, with possible outcomes ranging from a return for the opener to missing the season. Doctors will determine during surgery what the best course of action is and whether to trim or repair the injury. Um, he also re- uh, tweeted out about an hour after that, Sources say while no firm determination will be made until surgery, the likely outcome is a full meniscus repair, bringing Ramsey back in December if all goes well. And then Rappaport added added one more on top of that and said basically that uh, doctors will determine today during surgery which path they're going to have to take. So we don't know at this point, like if he's going to miss six to eight weeks or if he's going to be maybe coming back in December. Yeah. Right, all over the place. Sure, maybe the biggest offseason acquisition for them was Fangio and not Ramsey. But, well, I think the combination the combi- of the two right, that could be that could be. And, and let me tell but, you this: even if it's the first, let's say he misses the first couple of weeks of the season, here are the quarterbacks the uh, Dolphins face in the first four games. They get Herbert and the Chargers in Week One. 
You know, the Patriots and Mac Jones in week two, but then it's Russell Wilson and Sean Payton in week three and Josh Allen and the Bills in week four. So at least three out of those four weeks they're taking on. And I think Russell Wilson's going to have a bounce back year. That's the competition yeah. they're looking at here potentially without this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Quite the day. A oh. lot of news. And then we get off the air. What Sean Payton said. How about that? Are you more confident that Wilson bounces back after what Peyton said yesterday? Uh, yes, well, when, I kind of am. <laughs> when does this happen? Oh, it doesn't really happen. A coach goes scorched earth on another coach and then goes after a team that he plays. I mean, you never see that, where the coach provides the bulletin board material and, and calls out an opponent that they play, and the, he goes after the Jets. It's almost as if Peyton is still in media mode from last year. Yes, yes. And he just met with the local media and still doesn't want to get into the Hackett stuff and what happened last year and how bad it was, and then talked to USA Today and just went just went Oppenheimer, went scorched earth on him. I mean, it was just one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL, he said, on Hackett. <laughs> well, the truth hurts. But there were 20 dirty hands around Wilson. Everything I heard about last year were doing the opposite. Oh. <laughs> then he goes after the Jets, and Hackett is the OC with the Jets now. But it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed. And that's what's happened here. Part of it was the Broncos' own fault, spending so much bleeping time trying to win the offseason. The PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all this stuff. We're not doing any of that. The Jets are doing that. You watch. You can see it coming. Remember when Dan Snyder put that dream team together? I was with the Giants. I thought, how are we going to compete with that? They only won eight games. Broncos play the Jets week five. Then they ask Salah about it. And then he's, he's quote, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. And he also said that, ha- that, ha- that has to be a rap lyric. Okay. I, I would hope so. He, he's quoting somebody there. Okay, I don't, obviously, we're doing something right. If you've got to talk about us when we don't play until week five, you haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. Right. What right. world? Where are you at? Well, I mean, but by the way, Peyton's right. There are more examples than that. Just that Redskins team. Yes. Uh, I can remember an Eagles team that was assembled. That's right. Like Much like uh, Anchorman. Uh-huh. Right? Assemble. Um, <laughs> when, it, was it uh, Namdi Asamoah, who, who basically called yeah. them the dream team when yes, they, he right. came over from the Raiders, right, and they right, completely right. fell on their faces uh-huh. the entire regular season. Right. I mean, just, he was in some mood, man. And he's supposed to meet with the media again today. Well, he also said Wilson has plenty of gas left in the tank. We ran the kid through the car wash a hundred times. How's it going to look? How's it going to work? But we're going to fix it. And, uh, you know, he, there were 20 dirty hands for what was allowed and tolerated in the training rooms, the medium rooms, the offense. I don't know Hackett, but a lot of people had dirt on their hands. And it wasn't just a guy hitting the wall, They, you know, and just flipping all of a sudden he can't play. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his fault. Incredible comments. Well, where, where is he wrong, though? Yeah, yeah, right. I don't think he's wrong anywhere. Yeah. And uh, this is from a, I got this uh, message from a, a local reporter in Denver who basically said this is going to be a lot of fun covering the team this year. He was being sarcastic. He goes, he shut it down. We're not going to get any access. We're, we're like, it's, it's that, he, he said that yesterday, and then that's it. Nothing beyond that. Oh, he didn't say it to local people. No, he that's did not. What, that's what's so strange No, there's strange a national reporter it. in town who he uh, said yeah, that to. right, right. So... Uh, that's, and then you had what uh, Otani did during the day as well. With Pretty I mean, good. Think about that timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good day? B-plus for Otani. Yeah. 
Yes. Maybe a lowered a little bit because he was, I think, over five in the first game. <laughs> complete game shutout and then two home runs in game two. Pretty good. Oh, um, man. P- complete game one hit shutout. Uh huh. So, and then the two home runs. And I asked that question on Twitter is that the best day in the history of Major League Baseball for any player? Most people said yes. Other people chimed in with uh, Rick Wise to remind me in 1971, did throw a no hitter and hit two home runs in the same game. Well, that's tough to top. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a good day at the office. Yeah. Right. I, I did have, though, wow. I, and I brought that up because he had an 0 in Game 1. A bunch of people had to go there. And oh, they, And they really? circled the box score. Yeah, look at Game 1, Mitch. Yeah, yeah did boy, you, oh and you're going to leave out the... Uh, uh, it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what he does. People, some yeah, people will never... Social media can be interesting. It's, uh, it's a people. doozy, isn't it? Everything's... Um, well, the other story is what happened in the MVP market now. I mean, you're talking about minus $8 to infinity now. Oh, now yeah. 20000 Yeah, 20000 What happened, right? In some spots. So I actually... It's a huge move now. Number one, coupled with staying in, with the Angels, and then what he did yesterday. So it's just... Yeah, it, laying $8 was a gift. No, think, he, think about he, that. Now we're in, he can get hurt and still he still has a territory. As soon as they announce that they're going to keep the guy, that number on the board at minus $8, even minus 1000 yeah, that was absolutely still value. I don't, I don't care. I mean, you can lay those numbers occasionally. I did it with Otani two years ago. I laid a thousand, along with having like six to one, fifteen to one, and thirty yeah. to one on him to win the MVP. Minus eight dollars was. You're yep. right, Paul. That's the right. It was a gift. Yep. She's over now. He can, he can get injured. Wow. He's still winning the probably, MVP. Probably. Win loses up next. Six straight wins and a five hundred record, and they want to sell at the deadline. We'll kick that around coming up on Follow the Money. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. We talked about the great menu here just with what's offered in the AFC North. Most passing, rushing, receiving, head-to-head as well. Division forecast. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Full terms and conditions. Get up there now. Longtime friend of the show. Sports handicapper extraordinaire. Lou Finacaro joins the program now. He's on Twitter at GamLou. The podcast is the Bout Business Podcast. Uh, You're kind enough to join us here very early on a Friday morning, so we love you for that. We're going to do a couple segments here. We'll get to uh, the boxing match coming up tomorrow night, and you're very, very high on one NFL win total in particular. How you been? You look great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much. Uh, Coming to Vegas is always a treat, a lot of work, but to come in and drop in on you guys' visit downtown is awesome, and uh, driving from one end of Vegas to the other at four in the morning is pretty piece of cake. There, there you go. Um, yeah. So you live in Phoenix. And you pointed this out during the break. You've dropped like 30 pounds since we saw you at the Super Bowl. You, you're walking in Phoenix every, what is it, 120 degrees there all summer? Uh, it is, but I, I take my dog for a walk at uh, 4.30, quarter to five. Uh, at the end of the walk, we're watching you guys uh, or listening to you guys to some degree. Uh, get home, get them squared away, and then I go for another two and a half. I go one and a half with the dogs, two and a half with a timer. I used to swim and mm. do a lot of other stuff, but it, I was driving to a gym and everything else. And at my age, walking's good. I have two new knees uh, that were put in a year and a half ago, and the, the walking thing's working really, really well for me. Good yes. for you. That's awesome. Let's get into the uh, big UFC card tomorrow night. First of all, this is a stack card, Lou. I mean, this is an awesome fight card in the UFC. The main event is Dustin Poirier against Justin Gaethje. Um, break this down for us uh, and then give us your best bet between these two awesome fighters. Well, it's a rematch from 2018 when both fighters were 29, seemingly in their prime. Gaethje in his second or third fight in the UFC. And uh, Gaethje bludgeoned po- uh, Poirier with a leg attack. But Gaethje's then fight approach was so reckless, so aggressive, so forward pressing that he took that into the fourth and got caught and play knocked him out. When you assess these two guys, Gaethje's got a little size and he's got the power, I would say. Poye is more of an accumulative uh, fighter, but he's got great power. He's the more versed grappler wrestler. Uh, Gaethje can wrestle and has wrestling backgrounds, though he never chooses to use it. Does that change in this fight? He's claiming uh, to, with Trevor Whitman working up at Team Elevation in Colorado to uh, approach this fight as a different fighter. He believes he's a totally different fighter. Both men believe they're different fighters. Gaethje believes his more patient approach and his more logical approach will be the difference in this fight. I happen to think the old Mike Tyson adage is once you get kicked in the teeth, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that you can take out a Gaethje, the innate killer that he is, and I do assess Poirier as the more refined, precise uh, man with better footwork, 
And for all of those reasons, based on who they fought recently, similar guys, they're both coming off a loss to Oliveira. I just think Poirier is going to be too much. And what surprises me most about this fight is not the 145-125 on Poirier, but the two and a half total when Uh this first fight went into the fourth. Uh, Both guys get hit, Gaethje especially. And in Gaethje's last few fights, he's been weak-kneed Willie at one or two points in the fight before he stopped his other opponent. If Poirier does that to him, he may not get out of it. Um, The other uh, handicap, the points handicap, Poirier minus five and a half, minus 105. That number tells me they're looking for kind of a Poirier coronation. Uh, That's a lot of points to be giving. I trust my line makers. I trust my eyes. I think I like Poirier in this spot, and I don't think I do. I like him in this spot. I like him inside the distance. It takes that minus 145 to plus 130. That's okay. how I'm approaching this fight. Okay. It's rare that you're on a favorite, but you really like Wonderboy Thompson at $1.40, $1.50. Can you tell us why? Uh, Wonderboy Thompson's a guy that struggles mightily with heavy grapplers, wrestlers. Pereira, though he has wrestling and grappling chops, BJJ, is primarily a wild, fanatical, flamboyant, striking uh, savant. And he's huge, and he's strong, and he's determined. Uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is 40 years old. Pereira, you know, 34, 33. And so between the size and the youth of Pereira, we've seen Wonderboy go from minus 210 to currently minus 140, it looks like. That's tremendous value on a world-class fighter. We just saw him cut uh, Kevin Holland to ribbons. Kevin Holland also Mm -hmm. on this fight card. I believe that this is a perfect match for Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and that Pereira is going to give him all he wants, provided Pereira doesn't turn into a maniacal wrestler grappler and take him down, in which case I'll have a fight on my hands. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is a great value. In the points market, again, he's minus three and a half points, plus 140. Can you explain that? And have you gotten involved in that um, over time here now? Uh, I I did. When it first started, we saw it on DraftKings. I approached uh, Bill Addy, and uh, we did a write-up on it, and it lost. I mean, the gal that I I took, given the three and a half points, got cleaned. So you have to keep an eye on it. In this particular fight, Wonderboy Thompson goes to decision. If he wins three rounds, 29-28, he's a loser. As he's given three and a half, he only wins three. It's a little too many moving parts for me. I haven't dedicated myself to the point spread just yet because I have too much work at my core with totals and sides. Okay, this is a unique bet you have in the co-main. Blakowicz against uh, Pereira. The round prop is one and a half over minus 150. Explain what you want to do here. What I want to what I want to do here, Paul, is I want to try and avoid betting aside because I'm perplexed. Uh, Pereira's size and his ferocity is something the UFC hasn't quite seen yet. And I think for the Blachowicz side, the legitimate light heavyweight fighter, the guy that is has the more well-rounded fight arsenal, he's got to find a way to get Pereira to the ground. That said, Pereira, in his last X amount of years, trains exclusively with Glover Teixeira. So he's working on what he's going to receive from Blachowicz. It should be a great fight. I'm confounded on the side, but I do really think that Blachowicz's 
uh, durability and his experience, as well the fact that he's the legitimate 205-er, delivers this fight into the third round. The fight to start the third round is plus 110. That's where I'm going to go with this one. Okay, and then uh, you're on a dog. Uh, it's on the prelims. Salvador plus 135. Fights a kid named Vergara. And in this case, they're off almost the same size. But the advantages for Salvador, the underdog, are the fact that he's six years younger, has a three-inch reach advantage, and a couple inches with his legs. I think he's the more aggressive fighter. I think he's the more... Uh, of powerful striker and his size mixed with the fact that these both these guys are coming in here very hungry and awful loss desperate I, I really think this is a good spot for salvador okay mitch mentioned ferguson before uh you, we were on the air during the break there's some juicy dogs here and you've been great at picking some of these as well did you anything with giles plus 250 or ferguson plus 320 uh, I'm interested in uh, a handful of dogs here. Uh, Ribeiro fights Kapilov. He's very much like Pereira, a wild man. But to get to the two that you asked me about, Paul, uh, specifically, uh, Ferguson. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, we wonder why he should be fighting. I, I think he, I, I, uh, reports are that he could use some help. Uh, the other kid, Bobby King Green, is... Uh, the picture in the dictionary next to the word inconsistent. He's fast, he's talented, he's got some power, but for him to be a 300 or so un, uh, favored over anybody is is just downright wrong. I think Tony's getting overlooked here. Should he come out and fight his best fight? I think he can be competitive. He's surely someone I'm not afraid of. And then you mentioned Giles fighting mm -hmm. this Gabe Bonfim. He's undefeated, uh, right? He is. He came in uh, off a decent uh, first debut uh, showing in the UFC. Uh, but Giles is 30. He's experienced. He's got a two or three fight win streak entering this fight. And I think he's feeling a little overlooked. I look for Giles to be very, very competitive in this fight, whether I take him or try him with the points, because I do believe it can go to decision. I don't believe Bonfim's going to submit him. Uh, that might be a points opportunity right there. Okay, I want to ask you about Derek Lewis when we come back, because sure. he's plus 190 right now at DraftKings. He's got that, you know, one-punch knockout power, and he can end a fight in 10 seconds. Uh, so you're going to have an opinion on that. Also, an opinion on the Crawford-Spence fight. Huge fight, biggest fight of the year, and probably in quite some time out here in Las Vegas tomorrow night. And a strong opinion on an NFL win total as well as we continue here with the great Lou Finacaro. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Gamlu. It's Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Very important. You have the unlimited access to the vsin.com slash picks page. But when you're talking about guys like Lou and Nigel Seeley, you can uh, sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Big with soccer back next Friday. The Premier League right around the corner in the UFC. Check the leaderboard to find out who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos. 
Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now, only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We continue with Lou Finacaro in studio. Follow him on Twitter. He's at GAMLU, the Bout Business Podcast. Excellent uh, sports better and handicapper. One more fight on the UFC card that we want to touch on before the boxing match tomorrow night. Derek Lewis is in action. Again, one-punch knockout power. He can end a fight very quickly. He's plus 190, though, against DeLima. Um, does he have a chance here? Uh, this fight opened Lewis minus 115. He's now plus 175, okay? Wow. Uh, you got a guy <laughs> in the Black Beast who has been finished in the first round three of his last five fights. In his last fight, he's come out uh, this week and said that he had to lo- drop 25 pounds in three days. So he's not, he's not oh. really taking this seriously, and he came in depleted. He says his weight's good for this one blah 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 yeah but you're taking a kid that lives in houston fights in houston has cardio problems you're moving him to salt lake city up into altitude against a guy uh in rogerio de lima that's very well rounded packs some punch and i think if de lima is smart he goes out there and makes a linebacker tackle takes the big black beast down and submits him immediately i don't see anything out of outside of the realm of a flash ko for the black beast so if you've got uh, an, affi- an affinity for Derek Lewis, you might take him by KO, but uh, the the Rogerio de Lima is the correct side. Mm-hmm. But now to spend minus two to one on him when he opened at one fifteen, that's a no play for me. Okay, I was going to wow. ask if you were part of that line movement. No, I was not. Okay. I was asleep at the wheel. Would you go Rogerio de Lima maybe first round then? I'd maybe if I yeah, I'm a safe better. I'd go Rogerio de Lima inside the distance, and you probably got to pay a negative price for that. Okay, all right. The big boxing match yes. tomorrow night here. Now, you have a good he's breakdown big, on this fight. He's plus 155 round one. This the, Rogerio okay. de Lima? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe you could bet. Okay. All right. Um, Crawford takes on Spence. Now, yes. this, this has been on the board for a while. It opened up at Pickham at some spots, got as high as minus 160. It's my understanding that a bunch of sharp groups were on Crawford right away. So, currently, where the number is at, is there a play for you? Tell, tell us how you approach this fight when it was first on the board and then who you like. I'll qualify myself as saying I've been critical of boxing before uh, because of the way they operate. Mm-hmm. This kid Crawford's from Omaha. I'm from Omaha. There's a lot of buzz behind him. Every time we look to try and support the guy, he's minus 1,300, minus 2,500. There's no way to bet him. When we saw this line open minus 120, we could hardly stand ourselves, and we surely made a move at that price. Uh, Spence is going to be the more structured, bigger fighter in the ring. Both guys undefeated. This is a really outstanding clash that the only way it gets any better is if they fought it three years ago. Boxing has a way of doing that, but we get the fight. It's going to be a very competitive fight as we can see how it's lined. But at the end of the day, uh, despite my allegiance to Omaha and Crawford, I think Crawford is the more skilled fighter and though he's the smaller man i think he packs more punch and i think that once this fight gets to five or six crawford might be able to find a way to get to him uh if i'm handicapping this with no distrust of boxing whatsoever i'm a crawford decision kind of a better if i'm betting it based on where i am here and now after all the years i've been burned by boxing i have to look long and hard at the fight ends in a draw mm. there's a clause in the current contract be- between these two that the loser can pull a rematch 
before the end of the year. So we know we're going to get two fights here. They want to get paid. As boxing always does, they set themselves up to make sure that they ensure great profit at the expense of the fans. And the I think the dialogue for the greatest opportunity for tuning into the next fight would be a draw. Well said. It's not even tin po- tinfoil hat guy either. I mean, this is boxing's MO. And going back when it was on free TV in the 80s, I remember my dad, who won the fight by the, they gave him the decision, I'm done with the sport. That's right. That go, that, that's what's because, how they, because the guy they gave the decision to had the bigger fight coming okay. up next, and that's how they do it. How about this prop at DraftKings? Will the fight end in the first 60 seconds? It's 200 to 1. Oh God! <laughs> so, wow. Uh, uh, will there be a knockdown plus one eighty? Yeah, that one. That one I kind of like. I mean, okay. You know, I I, I think that uh, that Crawford can finish. Either man can finish the other if they catch the guy flush. Okay. okay. One guy w- walking in and walks into a cross. It could be night night. Yeah. Well, the distance is two dollars as well. Okay. Lunch on me if you're able to hit this. I mean, take us through this. Uh, I, I like if we're what's the, what's the saying? If we're all thinking alike, we're not thinking. Give us an NFL win total you really like. Well, I only have one. I've released it to my clients, so I'm I'm safe everywhere except here because I don't think this is going to be met with favor. So I'm I'm going to be looking at Kansas City Chiefs under. Now, I'm going to paint my picture for why I think they don't win 12 games. I'm not saying they can't win the division. I'm not saying they can't win the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, this could be a great team. But I don't believe they're winning 12 games. We've lost Eric Bieniemy. Well, that's mm-hmm. no big deal. He's just an offensive coordinator. There's got to be a little chemistry with that. If we saw last year Bieniemy and and Mahomes having it out on the sideline a little bit, that's so positive in an NFL locker room. Uh, we'll have to create a little gel and and some uh, chemistry there. This year, the Chiefs have the fifth hardest strength of schedule. It's the highest increase in the NFL this year from last year. Now, I'm going to be given a lot of really smart stats here, and I got it all from Warren Buffett's study of the NFL. My July is spent digesting 532 pages of Warren of of Warren Sharp. I might have said Warren Buffett. (laughs) Of Warren Sharp's football study. Of the 532 pages, about 180 of them are worthy for what I do, um, but it's work to go through there. And here's where I'm finding all this. They have a net 13-day rest disadvantage. Further, in the first 11 weeks for the Chiefs, they have a plus six. Then the next six games in a row, they lose 20 games, lack of rest, in a row. Loss, 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 loss. So the end of their schedule is going to be very, very difficult for them to manage. They play 17 games, eight on the road. No, let's make that nine because they have a home game in Frankfurt. Okay, that's a lot of travel. Okay. They play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the top 12 teams ranked to win the Super Bowl. Philly, Bills, Cincy, Jacksonville, Detroit, Chargers, Miami. All of them priced at 25 to 1 or less. Tough in the schedule. Their offensive budget, number three in the NFL. They spend money on their offense. But what kind of wide receivers are we looking at? You tell you telling me, Kadir, ask the people in New York what they think of Kadarius Tony. If that guy plays 11 games, I'll buy the whole circa out. <laughs> He, he can't stay on the field. He's, <laughs> he's already hurt. 
despite the fact they have a defensive lineman holding out and they lost Frank Clark, their edge rusher. The defensive budget is 22nd in the NFL with those losses. And in their schedule strength, they face a much stronger schedule of passing offenses this year than last year. Week 8, 9, and 10, Denver, LA Chargers, and Denver again, so three straight road. And then week 13, Green Bay, Buffalo, New England, Las Vegas, Cincy, Chargers. These are, these are tough games. Everyone coming at Kansas City with absolutely their best. Here's some injury regression. Fourth lowest games lost to injury last year. Well, that's not so bad. The last three years, Kansas City has been the top in the top 10 in health, meaning lack of injuries. And in the last two years, they've been in the top five. If Warren Sharp is spending time talking about injury regression, fumble regression, I want to know about it. Because if it means something to him, it means something to me. And I buy into it, to be uh, quite honest with you. Uh, Running backs. Who? Pacheco? Edwards Hilaire is a bust. That's why they brought Pacheco in. They're very, very thin at skill positions. They're going to be relying on Kelsey and Mahomes. And if there's any kind of injury, I I think they're really in a tough position. In no way am I knocking Kansas City, Andy Reid, or that organization but they're not going to win 12 games this year. Well, that's why we bring you on. I mean, great breakdown, great homework, and an awesome analysis job right there on KC. You're the best. Thanks so much. Unfortunately, we're up against the clock now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I no, no. filibustered you. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Thanks so much Great for stuff today. Me. We'll talk to Johnny Avello from DraftKings coming up next. They have a great promotion at Saratoga this weekend, and they introduced a brand-new NFL contest this, this uh, week. Wait until you hear the details on this coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSN. Busy hour on tap here. In 30 minutes, longtime film critic and TV critic Richard Roper on the program. Paulie watched Oppenheimer yesterday. Wait until you hear what Richard had to say about Oppenheimer. We'll ask him if uh, the plus money that's still available on that film to win Best Picture is still worthy of a bet. And now, uh, well, film buff himself yes, and uh, sportsbook manager at DK Sportsbooks across the country, DraftKings, Johnny Avello joins the program. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, guys. Good to talk to you again. Have you had time to watch Oppenheimer yet? So uh, last night, um, great movie. It's, it's, you know, I would, this is what I would recommend for anybody going to see it is do a little research first. Mm-hmm. Because the movie move, it moves quickly. It goes back and forth. If you're not familiar with the history of Oppenheimer, uh, doing just a little research prior to watching it will help you through it. But I think I know for sure it's a contender for Oscar. Uh, Sometimes you come out a little early, you don't have the steam as some of the other things that come out later in the year. But right now, I mean, if if we were picking tonight, it'd be a winner. That Murphy kid's awesome as Oppenheimer. I don't see how he doesn't win. Uh, He was phenomenal. Did you think it was too long? It goes by pretty fast. It does. Um, yeah, uh, I thought I thought Robert Downey Jr. was better than the main actor. Well, yeah, um, it was good. And, I, and and Emily Blunt too. I think those two are also being the mix for you know supporting. Wow. Okay. Totally. All right. Paul didn't like uh, Emily I, Blunt. I thought she phoned it in. You thought Emily Blunt was good? What'd you think of Damon? Are you talking to me? Oh, I thought Damon was... <laughs> talking to me? You're talking to me? What did you think of Matt yeah, who Damon? Else would you be, who else would you be talking, yeah, talking to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I thought uh, Matt Damon was okay. Matt right. Damon, to me, he plays his parts correctly. He doesn't ever do anything over the top. Okay. Great. So I thought he was okay. Okay. Fair. Uh, all right. Fair. The Jim Dandy stakes are going on Saturday at Saratoga, and uh, DraftKings has a really cool promotion going on tomorrow, Johnny. Uh, regarding the races. Uh, tell us all about it, please. Yeah, well, first of all, um, you know, we've only been in this game a few months, horse racing, and now we are we are the sponsor of the Jim Dandy Stakes. It's the Jim Dandy Stakes presented by DK Horse. Uh, so I've been traveling, and that'll be one of my stops uh, tomorrow. I'm going to be at the race and pretty excited to be, uh, you know, part of the horse racing community now. And, um so it's a five horse race and but it's the race leading up to the Travers. Uh the we you know we still have our 250 deposit bonus match going on for uh, first time users. Um and excited just to be at one of the premier tracks in the country. All right, good for you. Good for the company. How about what else you're doing now with football right around the corner? This is, you know, whatever you want here on on the menu with the buy-in contest for the NFL. Tell us about what you're offering with the NFL ATS contest. Yeah, so, you know, we had a meeting on contests, and we said, okay, we're going to have a bunch of contests starting from 10 bucks all the way up to 5000 Um, So, you know, pick your 
tolerance for contests. You know, what what can you handle? And I said, how about we do a $100,000 contest? And the guys liked it, but they said, you know, it's we may not get enough entries. We may only get 10 or 12. Let's do a 50. And so that's what we settled on. So we have this $50,000 uh, contest, five games per week against the spread. Um, you don't play the last week. We've always eliminated the last week in our contest only because, you know, the, the lines just move so uh, dramatically in that last week because some teams are in, some teams are out. But um, this contest is for the biggies. We're calling it the big one, guys. You're, you know, in other contests, you compete against thousands of entries. This one, you know, there may be 30, 40, 50 people in it. Um, and 50% of all the pot goes to the winner, 30 to second and 20 to third. Um, so this will be the big boys. Uh, I think this is going to be followed by players, but I say players better is want to see what these guys are picking because probably this should be some of the best of the best in this one. Okay. So that's 50,000 to buy in. And uh, can people simply just do that wherever they live in DraftKings is legal? Can they sign up for that on the app? And then uh, is that, is that what you're hoping for? You want to get a floor of like 30 and potentially like a ceiling of 50 people in, in the contest? Yeah, that that's right, Mitch. You know, uh, I think 30 is what our low expectations would be. 50 would probably be our max. Uh, you can sign up anywhere where, uh, you know, DraftKings is uh, is up and running legally in, in that jurisdiction. Uh, I'm hoping to get some Vegas guys. Uh, they're going to have to sign up and then travel to Arizona to sign up and then make those plays. That's only a damn trip away, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's 30-mile trip down to uh, Boulder Dam and Hoover Dam to to make those plays. So I'm hoping to get some Vegas guys in this contest, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we're pretty excited about it. It's a, you know it's it's exciting to have guys put up 50 and then shoot for all this money. Oh no question. I mean once once the word gets out and people find out more about this contest, Johnny. I mean uh, I think 30 is absolutely doable, and you're going to have when people find out that again it's there's no rake, right? 50% you said to the winner, 30% to second, and 20% oh, to third. Screen says there is one. Is there? Yeah. There is a rake. Yep, oh, there's there a 5% rake. rake? Okay. All right, small rake on that then. Okay. Um, yep. So then, yeah, I've made that drive to Arizona a handful of times. It is. It does take, you know, depending on where you're at in the city here, about 30 minutes or so to get there. And by the way, as a side note, too, you need, if you're going to be, be getting involved at the um, Saratoga races this weekend and then eventually the Travers, you also have to download. Just All you have to do is just search DK Horse in your app store and it's going to pop right up and you have to get that app. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a separate app. It, we will integrate the two of them eventually. That is certainly on our roadmap. Uh, it's not done yet, but, you know, we are, we've had, we have plans to do that soon, you know. So, um, yeah, it's right now download the, the DK app separate from the, the sports and the fantasy and the casino. So, uh, yeah, take, take advantage of that promotion, 250 and match 250. That's a great deal, guys, for horse betters. Uh, how's the uh, handle been? with the crazy start times with the Women's World Cup and the USA matches? You know, I was really pleasantly surprised by uh, the first two USA. I knew they would draw action, but I said it probably wouldn't draw as much as the men. But the women were drawn as much as the any other World Cup game for the men besides the, uh, you know, the, maybe when the U.S. was playing. So, these women, they wanted to get paid, and you know they got paid because they perform as well as the men, and they're also performing as well as other teams on, you know, for for betting purposes. So, um, happy with the outcome what we're seeing so far. 
Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, is our guest. How about the handle for the fight cards that we have coming up this weekend? The UFC and the big boxing match. It is a loaded UFC card. It's also like the biggest boxing match in quite some time. How do those two compare so far? And are you seeing a lot of handle on either one? Yeah, you know, the, the UFC fight's probably going to outdraw the, the boxing match. Um, and that, and this is, you're right, uh, Mitch, this is one of the better boxing matches we've had in a very long time. Um, but it's But the UFC takes place every single weekend. And I think betting uh, public is more familiar with UFC now than they are with boxing. Mm-hmm. Not the case. I think in Vegas, you know, the, the fight is probably going to do a better draw because, uh, you know, it's there and, and you know how the people flock to town mm-hmm. to, for fights. But for us, I, I think the UFC fight will do better, but they're both going to do really well. And great, great, exciting weekend of action. Very cool. What is your biggest Super Bowl liability at this point? Uh... Not nothing too major. Um, Eagles are certainly taking some money. Um, Chiefs always take some money, but you know when they're short odds to begin with, I would say the Chiefs have taken more money than anybody else. But with those odds being as short as they are, and then being the favorite, um, you know we're we're not in too bad a shape there. Cool. But um, you know we'll see. There's so much going on. You know you you hear about these guys like Burrow, that, you know yesterday taking off the field and. That's why people are a little reluctant to bet it this early, um, waiting to see how we get through the preseason and make sure there's no injuries or any trades or people get actually to, to start the season. So, um, yeah, well, this thing will be going all year long. I'm, I guarantee you we'll have seven or eight real big hazards by the, we get, by the time we get to the middle of the season. Awesome spot today, Johnny. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you much, guys. You too. There you go. Be good. Uh Good point, too, about researching before you go to Oppenheimer. A lot of it is about uh, what the, what his behavior was before uh, and then how they, the smear campaign, what happened uh, trying to bring him down at the end, which played by Downey's character. And Downey was excellent, I agree. Sound of Freedom, though, was getting a lot of hype. Yeah. For, and then you wonder, uh, but the Murphy kid was so good. Um, but Sound of Freedom, people... Uh, he liked Downey better. Well, uh, yeah, that that's... Yeah, but... The supporting cast, best actor. The the guy who played Jesus, though, in Sound of Freedom has got a lot of hype. So that could be something where he could push. I'm disappointed Murphy hasn't, I'll talk to Roper coming up, that Murphy hasn't been in that position before. And we haven't allowed him to flourish like that. Because I thought he was fantastic. And he's always been like a bit player in in the other Nolan movies. He's a very good actor. Yeah. He was also, wasn't he in uh, Peaky Blinders? Yeah. I understand. People right. love that show, too. Yeah. I, I've never watched it, but uh, yeah. So he did bring up a good point, though, about betting Oppenheimer right now. It's down to plus 150 at DraftKings. Typically, like this is not even close to like the late season push that we see. And a lot of times they hold on to a pitcher that they think is going to have the you know a really good chance to win the award. And then they pump it out before the end of the year. Would uh, the uh, Scorsese movie qualify? That, Killers of the Flower Moon? That's four to one. Okay. Because I don't think Hollywood's going to get behind Sound of what's it called, Sound of Freedom. Yeah, I think you see the big push for Oppenheimer, and and the, the it's been so good at the box office already. When does uh, the Scorsese film come uh, out? I think it's uh, October. Uh, so that's a, that's a couple months from now. I believe so. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the premiere at Mich- before Mission Impossible. They could also like re-release Oppenheimer too, like in November and December. That would make you know another push. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action. 
with win some, lose some here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow the money on VSEN. Our NFL betting guide's out. The college football guide drops next week. Get previews and predictions. Every Division I team and conference. Best bets on futures and win totals. Sign up before the end of the month to get both guides and full VSEN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl for $175. Or sign up with the monthly subscription. Get your first 30 days for only $19. Ends July 31st for this great offer. VSEN.com slash subscribe here we go it's been way too long talking to a heavyweight here richard roper about the summer blockbuster great to have it back at richard e roper on twitter film and tv critic chicago sun times listen to his podcast as well and he loved oppenheimer okay sir appreciate the time but why did why did this film stand out and why the heavy praise from you on oppenheimer please well, you know, we're talking about Christopher Nolan, boys. You know, one of the great filmmakers of our generation with the Dark Knight trilogy and everything else he's done. Uh, so we knew this was going to be an event film, right? But, you know, it only, there's only a handful of directors in the world who could say, I want to make a three-hour movie about the father of the atomic bomb and put it only in theaters and shoot it in 70 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood and the world says yes, because he does a great job, you know. One of the things you'll notice, Killian Murphy is the, the actor who plays Oppenheimer. He's going to get an Oscar nomination. But one of the things you'll notice, boys, is the cast that you get in this movie is like in the old days where every single supporting role, it's Robert Downey Jr., yes. it's Emily Blunt, there's Gary Oldman showing up for one scene because actors want to be in movies like this. They're all taking less money than they normally would because they want to be a part of something that's a generational film. You called it one of the best movies of the century. How many scenes, or what are the scenes that still stick with you? Uh, I can't believe the, the recreating Trinity, that scene, how they pulled that off. And, and I know a lot of people point to the stomping of the feet, the scene at the gym after uh, the bomb has been dropped and the reaction to Oppenheimer and the like little uh, rally. Yeah, let's talk a little bit okay. about that. So for folks who haven't seen it, they literally built the town in Los Alamos because this was a two or three year, the Manhattan Project. So they wanted all these scientists, but then their families would be there as well. So it was a full town with a general store and almost like one of the old West towns that he's built for the movie. So they had this meeting place and this is the genius of Christopher Nolan. So they're celebrating, but they celebrate in and it basically looks like a Friday night pep rally. You can even see the basket uh, in the background, mm-hmm. you know, for basketball games. They're stomping the bleachers as if they just beat the, you know, the in-state rival for the regional championship. But what they're celebrating, of course, is two things. You know, what what is going to be the end of the war, but also, of course, that meant the loss of lives of hundreds of thousands of people. So, you know, it's this great all-American moment, and it is, and it is a triumph. It's, you know, it's also a tragedy, and Nolan captures all of that in one scene. Yes. Okay, so on a gambling network, I think the most important question then today, Richard, is uh, worthy of a bet right now at plus 150 on best picture or not, not yet because it's still too soon? Well, we really should have bet on it a few weeks ago, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Before it came out. Um, you know, I think here's the thing. It has all the ingredients of a best picture. It's a historical biopic. The, the Academy loves that, right? 
It's a huge Hollywood, you know, original film, not a sequel, not a franchise. Mm. And they love box office. You know, you don't get, you know, this reminds me very different subject matter, but you know, 25 years ago when Titanic came out, it was a huge blockbuster. It got all this buzz, but it was also, it's a really well-made film. You know, you see Oppenheimer and you know it's going to get best picture, best screenplay, best actor, best supporting actor for Robert Downey Jr. All the technical categories, right? Editing, sound. So it's going to get probably 11 to 12 nominations, which to me, and it, it, it makes it the front runner for sure. Who could, uh, who's the challenger? Because I thought Downey was fantastic as well. Who can challenge Downey and also Murphy? I, you know, I think it's too early. We got a lot of okay. films coming out. Scorsese, Scorsese's That's got right. his film coming out, uh, which will be, uh, you know, which is also equally uh, highly anticipated. Killers of the Flower Moon is three hours as well. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I hear that it's a masterpiece. And the supporting performances, we again, you know, you see so many of those in October, November, December. Sometimes people say, oh, it came out in summer. Our voters going to forget about it. I don't think in this case they are, guys, because this is going to keep playing in theaters. You know, here in Chicago, on a Tuesday night, the downtown theater showing Oppenheimer was sold out. Guys, on a Tuesday night, mm. 10 p.m. showing, which means people were getting out of the theater on a school night, on a work night, if you will, at 1.30 in the morning. They're lining up to see mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Yes, well said. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, Richard, that yeah. the, the film's going to be re-released, right, probably like November, December sometime as well to make that late Oscar push. For sure. That's a great point, because that's what they used to do back in the day. You know, The Godfather would come out, and then they'd re-release it in theaters. You know, the big movies like that. These days, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, it'll go to home video. It will eventually come to home video. But again, that's the power and the clout that Christopher Nolan mm. has. In most cases, you know, even, even a lot of our biggest movies, guys, within a month, you can, you can call them up on your TV for five ninety nine, or you can get them on a streaming mm-hmm. platform. That, that's not the case with Oppenheimer. It's going to play throughout the summer, and great point. At some point, you know, maybe right around the holidays, they'll put it back in theaters, and it'll do another 20 or $30 million. When we watched the movie, uh, during the previews, they showed the, the Lioness on, on Paramount. Uh, this looks yeah. good, and you reviewed it as well. What, what did you think? It's on, yeah, it's on Paramount. What did you think of this? Yeah, for folks who haven't heard about this, because it kind of came out the same week as, as Barbie and Oppenheimer. This is the TV show we're talking about. Uh-huh. And it's from Taylor It's from Taylor Sheridan, the same guy that gives you Yellowstone and 1883 and all those series. Uh, and this is kind of inspired by a true story about an all-female operative team uh, working in the Middle East, because there are certain situations where a, a female operative can go undercover more easily than a man can. And Zoe Saldana, speaking about somebody who's been in a lot of blockbusters like Avatar, she's the star. Um, it also has Morgan Freeman, Nicole Kidman. So this is a big prestige project, but it's all—it's just a really, it's, it's a military thriller is what it comes down to. It even though it has that A-list kid. Yes. Yeah, it's really, it, it's another one of those TV shows that looks like okay. a movie. They spend so much money on these shows. Did you love the bear? The bear, the, the people say seasons two better than season one. Bear's amazing. Uh, I got to do a quick plug too. My huh? sister is the prop master on the bear. All so right. All those forks and knives and all that stuff. She puts that together. So it's really fun while it's being made. And they film it here in Chicago. All of it in Chicago, guys. Very legitimate representation of the city. But the cast, you know, talk about a cast. Jeremy Allen White and, and all the regulars. But then this year they had Jamie Lee Curtis in a guest role. John Bernthal. Olivia Coleman 
Oscar winner actually contacted them and said, I'd love to do a couple of scenes. I love this show. So they flew her in from Great Britain just so she could have like one scene in The Bear. People haven't seen it. It's one of the best series about the, the, the restaurant industry and the behind the scenes, but also just really funny and dark and uh-huh. brilliantly done. Yeah, my, my wife is a, uh, she was a longtime chef and cook in, you know, really good restaurants out here in Las Vegas. She thinks the show is outstanding. Uh, she and I also went to Barbie last Friday. Uh, what did you make of that motion picture? Yeah, I loved it. You know, it's funny because I <laughs> people are getting all worked up about Barbie, as you know. First of all, Greta Gerwig is another great director. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. You know, it's got some social commentary, but it cracks me up when people are like, oh, you know, they really kind of diss Ken in this movie. And I'm like, Ken's always been an idiot. Ken has always been <laughs> a moron boy. What did Ken ever do? Yeah. You know, Barbie was a, Barbie started off as a model, but then Barbie was a doctor and Barbie was a writer. And, you know, Ken just stood along on a beach waiting for her to get done with work. So I can't believe people are like actually offended on behalf of Ken. He's a moron, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. And it, I actually think it's great. You know, people say, you know, should I see a double feature? I say, no. See Oppenheimer on a day where you're not going to see anything else. It's too heavy. It's too mm, much. Yeah. And then goes yeah. Barbie when you just want to kick back and watch, I think, something that's – it looks gorgeous. It's a great-looking movie. Margot Robbie's, you know, who else, right? I mean, you had to play it, yeah. and, uh-huh. and Ryan Gosling, right? I mean, the casting is great. It's funny. It's got, you know, some fun musical numbers. And, it, again, guys, it's – everybody knew it was going to do well. It's doing. It's going to make a billion dollars worldwide. A billion with a B. Jeez. The Barbie movie. Tell us about your podcast and what's coming up and what you're looking to uh, review. You know, we've we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, there's a new. I, I'd love to tell you guys about great sports stuff. Netflix has got the new a new uh, edition of Untold. That's the documentary series that goes into various kind of scandals and interesting stories. They've got a full episode on Johnny Football. Remember Johnny Man? Oh yeah. Um, they've got a whole episode on Balco where they revisit Victor Conte, uh, and they got one on Jake Paul. And you know what? You say what you want about Jake Paul, but it's really interesting to see how this guy went from YouTuber sure. to a guy that can fill arenas for boxing matches. So Untold on Netflix is, is, is really good. Uh, and there's a movie about the Beanie Baby craze that's on Apple TV Plus right now called The Beanie Bubble. You guys remember. I know you collected mm-hmm. beanies when you were kids. Don't lie. Yes. No, you're right. <laughs> All right, so I checked it out as well. Great spot as always. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Talk to you soon, guys. Thanks. Thank yes, you. great job. I remember the Beanie Babies. Yes. I did not collect them, though. Uh, in pocket plays, what we are betting on today's card coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.